Joe, Josh, and Adam coming to you live from wherever. This is the Little Green Men Show. I tried sharing the video with audio, but it wouldn't let me do it with audio. But it was uh, Quentin Tarantino explaining the subplot to Top Gun, which I'd never seen this. I don't know if you guys are familiar. But the subplot is essentially Maverick running away from his homosexuality. (laughs) 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 So Quentin Tarantino breaks it down. And uh, I don't remember what's the the female's name on that movie, the blonde one. Oh, I don't remember either. Sure, but um, so like there's a scene that goes on, and they're they're in her house, and it's like really hot and heavy, and you think they're gonna have sex, and they don't. He leaves. All of a sudden, rides off on his motorcycle. So the next scene that you see her in, she's got a baseball cap on, like a leather jacket, like kind of butch ish. <laughs> <laughs> to try to get his attention, to try to bring him back. Oh. She's trying to <laughs> at oh, the no. same time. Yeah, at the same time, oh. you have Iceman, who's who's into Maverick, trying to get on, <laughs> trying to get with Maverick. So she's trying I, to take him away. <laughs> He's I trying to bring him in. Top Gun, the same. <laughs> and uh, ruined that. <laughs> and they go, and Quentin Tarantino goes, and what's the last words <laughs> that come out uh, in the movie? It's I. It's Iceman going up to Maverick saying, "You can always be my wing man." <laughs> <laughs> you know, I will say that uh, it makes a little bit more sense now, uh, given that they're Navy pilots. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the time <laughs> the ship. A lot more clarity now. Thanks a lot, Quentin. Mm-hmm. I was actually gonna rewatch it today to like see how <laughs> to try to observe the subplot, but I ended up falling asleep because I'm an old man. Huh. What was the uh, what was the video I sent you guys earlier today? There was an article that I sent, but uh, there's also a video, dude. I didn't get a video, but did, did you guys read that article? Yeah, I, that's I sent it to you. <clears throat> it was just spinning in circles. Saying just hey you you white you racist. Well, that's all. I mean, that's, that's factual. Um, <laughs> the one thing I'll say is, it, you know, I, I I like to believe that those kinds of opinions represent like you know maybe a hundredth of a percent of actual people, because that's just so over the top that you know to 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 make the argument that. Um, white people's curiosity or interest in Will Smith slapping Chris Rock is is just like white supremacy or racism like that it, it just it's so beyond comprehension that again I just have to assume that either it's satirical or that it's just a very very tiny percent of the population that actually believes that <laughs> it's got to be a tiny tiny percent trolls you know right (laughs) like white supremacists i was like yes that is accurate Mm. absolutely they they go the isis route of just taking credit for anything that nobody's taking credit (laughs) of yeah (laughs) you know what what do the what do the kids say on like uh tiktok and stuff that cap or no cap or something like that yeah Yeah. cap it's cap Mm -hmm. that's uh (laughs) yeah i don't i don't even know what to go boomer (laughs) yeah it's what uh, is 
it's like when you are are just like I, I don't know basically what i interpreted it as is like you're just spewing bullshit to try to get views and likes and clicks and stuff um but it's not like it's not actually something you believe or you think that other people believe or that actually happened or something like that. It's just, it exists for the sole purpose of getting a reaction out of people. Gotcha. That is my interpretation. What I did get from like that, um, that Will Smith slap, which I think we kind of talked about like Facebook and how I'm trying to not just go onto it with every ounce of free time I have last episode, but the comedian, like the barrier I see is like the comedians that I, that's kind of what I like is that they feel as if them being able to make jokes and their entire profession is in emergency crisis mode when everybody goes on Will Smith's side for, I don't know if you look at it as standing up for his wife or making a publicity stunt or whatever, but, uh, make it seem like it's okay to assault somebody when their entire joke is to, or their entire job, excuse me, is to make jokes. Like that's where I see a big split lately, but I'm also super sick of seeing that slap on the internet. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I don't think it was racism. I think it was toxic masculinity. (laughs) (laughs) Go going up there and slapping Chris rock after, you know, the last year being a pretty devastating year for him. I no, but on a serious note, I feel like I'm the only person who's like totally indifferent to it. Like, uh, I like maybe Chris rock deserved the slap and uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe Will Smith should have done that. Maybe he shouldn't have, but it doesn't really matter. If you got, to me. I don't really if care. You have Will Smith money and you slap me. Oh, you're getting sued. I'm suing you for 200 million. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure That's Chris Rock day. is pretty well off though too. <laughs> hey, speaking of Chris Rock, do you guys uh this I hate to say this, but this might actually be before your time, Josh. Because oh. uh, <laughs> me and Adam got you beat by just a couple years, and that's all it takes. But um, do either of you guys remember Chris Rock's music video, No Sex in the Champagne Room? Yes. So I don't know it, but I that makes sense now for a me like a meme I was trying to figure out earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, remind me at the end, and uh, I'll play a clip for you, and we'll, okay. we'll get that. We'll get the system sound in there so you can hear it. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 just it's old as fuck, but it was it was pretty funny. Maybe I'll use that so, as a close someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And remember, there is no sex in the champagne room. <laughs> the whole slap thing. They were talking about how devastating it because the LAPD wanted to arrest him right there. They're like, you know, bring him out here. He's under arrest. And they didn't want to do it because of risk of it happening on live TV. I think America would have loved that. Just seeing a celebrity getting thrown down at an award show, handcuffed, and carried out. That'd be a hate crime instantly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think it would have been great to see, though. Yeah, I mean, what was it? Was it the Oscars or, yeah, the Oscars, right? Mm-hmm. That would have probably made the greatest Oscars of all time if you can watch somebody live PD getting <laughs> getting arrested. <laughs> the Oscar goes to live PD. 
All right, guys. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually just try to play this clip now. We'll see if because uh, yeah, I will works here. Let me know if you can hear it. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Yeah, that's enough of that, but you get the idea. <laughs> we do not own the rights to this music or video. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful. All right, yeah, that was uh, that was my two cents on that. <laughs> Adam, you got to get in on the virtual life, man. True. <laughs> Your normal life can't be as fun as my virtual life was two days ago. So my dad, who's an IT nerd, like I, you would think, like I'm a pretty young guy, so my father would call me for like. <laughs> For computer Honestly, networking I think IT stuff. Old guy. I forget how young you are. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people do. Anyway. Uh, but he's he's like fifty-eight or so. I think I think he's fifty-eight. But he he got a VR headset and I like walk into his house and he's like playing golf, <laughs> standing up in the living room with a VR headset on. And I'm like <laughs> I start messing with him instead of like pushing him around, <laughs> fucking with him. But uh, shit was fun. He was like, no, 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 quit making fun of me and try this. Played VR golf, <laughs> walked my VR self over and played like the top golf game through cornhole. That was actually super fun, dude. I don't know if you've played with one at the station or if anybody there has one. No, one of the guys does, and they keep. I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, there's people running in the day room, like trying to get away from something and fighting. <laughs> Someone ran into a wall. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I got. It looked the Snapchats, anyways. Looked like it got pretty uh, violent. <laughs> when are you back on ship next? Uh, tomorrow's my last day. Mm. Opsec. So do you, I'm sorry, but like what, what time does your shift end while like on your last day? More OPSEC, sorry. <laughs> oh, damn. Okay. Um, next time you're on shift, dude, I'm going to bring my VR over to your station and you and I are going to jump on that thing. Just so, you, <laughs> just so you can at least say you've tried it. All right. All right. How, how yeah. far away are you guys? Uh, I mean, his station is a couple miles from my house. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm not going to drive to his house because that's another story. But. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, can you guys hear me all right? Yeah, uh, actually better than normal. I was going to say, yeah, better than... Uh, oh, yeah. Well, the last time wasn't too bad, but the time before it was a little, little suspect. Yeah. Adam, Trent, are you going to take me a lot of pictures from Mount Rushmore? Yes, I will take so many... We'll even leave a little gap in the group pictures, and we'll just Photoshop them. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, just take them off center a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually kind of stoked, because I've never like really wanted to make an out-of-my-way trip to Mount Rushmore, because the way it is in my head, I've never been. 
but I just kind of figure like I'd get there and be like, wow, this is really rad. And then I just keep looking at it. Be like, okay, well, that was cool. Now I'm just in the middle of the Dakotas. Well, it's a national park. So just like any national park, there's, you know, there's like a gift shop and the ice cream at the little gift shop thing is pretty bomb too. Uh, but uh, if you have the time, like there's, there's like a trail that'll take you up uh, like closer to, to the monument and stuff. It's actually pretty cool. I mean, it, it you could spend a few hours there for sure. Is there anything yeah. near it? Well, just rapid, rapid city. So no. There's there's a there's a small town that's like in between Rapid City and there it's like the definition of a tourist trap. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, like to the T. Mm-hmm. To the T. I might, I might buy a motorcycle this summer and ride it up there. That could be cool. Hey guys, Bitcoin is down five point six six percent. So it's on sale. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Let me drop my wallet. <laughs> Adam, I was telling uh, Josh yesterday that I bought some uh, um, some NSFW coin. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, I don't not know. safe it's, for work, dog. Yeah. It's it's a it's a coin that was designed with like the adult metaverse in mind. <laughs> What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I, I forget what they I forget what they call these kinds of coins, like shit coins or something like that. But it's probably a shit coin. But I threw fifty bucks at it. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. <laughs> Why not? <sighs> I lose fifty bucks. It's fifty bucks. Um, but no, it's uh, I, I've gotten this this uh this whole crypto and NFT thing down. Like I'm I'm getting there, man. I'm getting there. By no means an expert. It takes me a little bit longer to try to explain stuff. But I'm getting there. I'm still lost on the NFT thing. I, I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. We're going to have a gray assistance. matter or uh, we're going to have a gray matter or soon to be named episode. And I'm just going to grill Joe about everything NFTs until I understand it. You should be on that one. Yes. I mean, we could just do it now. Like, I, well, I don't know if we want to do like a grill session, but I'm going to do my best here, okay? <laughs> to give you just like a, an optic here of the crypto slash NFT concept, all right? Do you, do you understand, like, I mean, do you understand like the how crypto was like created or like the purpose, why it exists in the first place? I mean... I think I understand the gist of it. It's still kind of the it's just of it? lines of code. Yeah. Yeah. Um so what it is is it's um it's encrypted lines of, of code, you know, hence the the right. crypto. Um which is I, I mean I guess kind of counterintuitive because most chains uh function on like an open architecture. So everybody can see everything right they they like if you were to put crypto into your wallet they could see that it went into that wallet they wouldn't necessarily know it was your wallet but they would they could see that wallet mm-hmm. um but the idea behind it is that it's uh harder to track and because it's you know i guess semi decentralized um 
some would argue that it is decentralized, but I'm going to say semi-decentralized, that it's that that you have more control over it and uh, less oversight, you know, from Big Brother with your with your I don't know, it's I mean, it was designed to be like a form of currency. This is an argument that I have with my brother, because I feel like in the crypto world, uh, the, the, the crypto bros use too many words and terms that are synonymous with securities. And so then the SEC tries to jump down and like, you know, create regulations and stop them from doing stuff. And they're like, why are you doing this? This isn't a security. Well, then stop talking about it like security. But that's a separate tangent. Um, but um, the idea is to have this this digital currency that's not tied to a state. Um, you know, again, I already kind of kind of explained a little bit the the design or the purpose of it, but the the reason that there's so many that exist is because you can apply these to different things, right? So some have more utility than others. Like Dogecoin doesn't have any real utility outside of just being uh, a a currency, right? But then you have like um, XRP, which was designed for like Swift payments. Um, so when banks transfer money to and from each other, it, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of a burdensome process and it takes time and it costs money. Well, with with something like XRP and the purpose for XRP's creation was to basically enable like instantaneous, you know, like less than a second transfers of currency from banks internationally, domestically, it doesn't matter. So some have more utility than others that NSFW you know, in a perfect world, like what that one would look like is if somebody's going on and buying like a, a virtual model of their favorite porn star, then uh, they're using that NSFW <laughs> coin to like, Hell get, yeah, you know dog. what I mean? Or to like run that transaction. Um, so there is a lot of there just cryptocurrency in general. I think that there's a lot of utility and in a more and more di- digitalized world, it makes more sense, uh, especially again, when you when you think about the the blockchain and the um, just being like being able to more accurately, more precisely move hands um, between people or institutions, whatever. And uh, NFTs are, um, yeah, I mean they're they're a product of crypto, in that the NFTs run on the blockchain, so. Inside an NFT, you know that digital product is um, is the blockchain itself, or it it sits on the blockchain, and that's what allows you or and other people to be able to like track ownership of that NFT. If you have like a a below elementary understanding of like code, then it's it's probably even harder to grasp. Yes. Um, that yeah. was slightly offensive, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me go ahead and hit you in the dick while I'm down here. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to think of like a real world analog. Um, you know, when I think of code, I guess when I think of like computer stuff, you know, I think of like a filing cabinet, you know, where like you can um, write stuff down on a piece of paper, slip it into a file and like, by itself, it might not make a whole lot of sense, but as like part of that file, you know, if you were to extract that or that piece, it wouldn't make sense. But like with the file as a whole, like it, it's it's part of something bigger and it makes more sense and it, and it and it creates something, right? Or like Legos, you know, think of one Lego as like 
a one and the spaces in between the Legos is a zero. You know, you're just like building on top of them and you can create things out of that code. So um, crypto is like a digital version of a dollar, right? Or a euro. And NFTs are a digital version of a book or a song or a movie or a piece of art or, um, you know, we already do microtransactions in video games. Like, yeah, like when you're at work or at home, do you ever play video game, any video games, even on your cell phone? Mm-hmm. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I'm not a nerd, you fucking yeah. loser. <laughs> not even like, not even like Scrabble or something on your phone. solitaire or something wow that is incredible honestly that is that is impressive that is impressive um i can't remember the last time i actually like played a video game that's kind of wild to me i'm not even gonna lie to you yeah that's like i i I can like i hide my games on my phone to hide from my kids so they don't try (laughs) to play anything on my phone i don't think i've ever not had anything yeah. Well, it, so it, it makes it a, a little bit harder to explain this piece, but I think I can still do it. So like if you were to download Solitaire on your phone, you know, and it comes with like the standard, like, you know, the red or blue deck of cards. Right. Um, but you're, you're like, hey, you know what? Uh, this game, they offer this for 50 cents. I can buy this like super cool looking deck of cards like it glows and it's got stars on it or some crazy shit. And you're like, I'm going to spend 50 cents on this deck of cards. So you buy that deck of cards. It's just like in real life. Like you could buy a, a simple ass deck of cards or you, you could spend a little bit more and get yourself like a gold plated Trump version of cards. Right. <clears throat> Same exact thing. Um, but in this digital in this game, like you purchase that for 50 cents. And the way that microtransactions exist today is like if you were to do that, that there is there's nothing that you can do beyond that. Right. Like if you just decided like man, I, there's there's this newer, cooler deck that came out um, that I'd rather have, so I'm going to spend another 50 cents, but I just have this other deck that I'm never going to use again that I spent 50 cents on already. Um, it's going to sit there. If it was an NFT, then you could turn around and sell that to somebody else. You could be like, hey, you know what? I bought this for 50 cents. Give me 40 cents for it. Or, it, you know, maybe it was like a special edition one, and somebody's like, hey, I'll give you $3 for that deck of cards. So you just made, you know, $2.50 off of it. Um, so. And like the deal, like the downloadable content aspect, like that's always made sense to me until I just kind of realized, like, I feel like that's going to take a lot of money away from whatever the game developer is, because mm-hmm. that's part of it is there is they're getting potentially full price for everything. I would almost think that that would be they wouldn't want any NFTs to be gun skins or solitaire deck colors. And wouldn't they have control of that entirely? I would say the greedy ones, yes. Um, but here's the other thing that to consider. Um, video games never used to be made with microtransactions. And, and it's actually like a pretty contentious point in modern gaming that you have like the EA games that come out and like um, it costs stupid amounts of money to sometimes to even play. You know, you spend $70 on a game, now sometimes $80 on a game. And even to compete with other people online, you have to spend more money to get like you know, good cards to get good players and stuff like that. And uh, it really pisses people off because it like it, it creates a pay to play system for a game that you already paid. for. But then you think yeah. about like Elden Rings that just came out and people are praising it. It's a beautiful game. Everybody loves it. Um, but it came out complete and there's zero DLC. 
They just were like, hey, here's a complete game. Um, and that's the way the games used to be made. So um, there may be some loss of profits, but I guess the, the counter to that would be if you think about like uh, the most recent uh, Modern Warfare, you know, the one that has like the Battle Royale. I, they had Vanguard. new content. Uh, well, now it's a Vanguard, but before that it was just like the, the tw- no, not 2042, whatever. Um, but they had downloadable content like every week there was like new content that was coming out. And uh, so, I mean, you could you could still have like fresh, regular content that's coming out and enough of it that people are still going to buy plenty of it. Um, but but I, I, I would think that by giving players the option to be able to like sell their NFTs back to other people or do something with those NFTs, that you're creating more longevity in the long run. OK. And then for some people, it almost becomes like a business, you know. Like, that hey, makes I- more sense to me in like Warzone where. It's a free game to have. You don't have to down like a new one doesn't come out every year. It's just upgrading and getting better constantly. Like that makes a lot more sense to me. Like I can wrap my head around that instead of like, you know, like Madden where you're trying to get cards and then Madden twenty three comes out, then you just play do the whole thing over again. Mm-hmm. So let me so obviously we already established this. I haven't played video games. Like, the last video game I played, I think, was on PlayStation 2. No. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so, if I want to be good on a video game now, I have to pay extra money? It depends on the video game. Not necessarily. That's insane to me. Well, like that's... If I bought the game. That Hold on, I want to be clear that that's, like, not most games. I'm and just saying that game some modes. games, some yeah, and, and and just some competitive games, like uh, uh, like Madden um, 22. That that's the type of game that I'm specifically talking about. Like you could play it all day long against the computer, never have to pay a dime outside of paying you know the seventy or eighty dollars to buy the game itself. But if you mm-hmm. want to play online competitively um, and not get your ass kicked every time uh, against players who are who are spending money to get like. There's there's uh, there's like cards that, that they buy these packs and they come with cards and those cards, you know, it might be like a like Ultimate a team. like a level 90 fucking uh, 06 Tom Brady um, or, you know, maybe like you get like a like a like players. a yeah, like a level 98 fucking um 2020 tom brady or something like that yeah you, yeah you can have a you can have a roster with bo jackson from whatever time frame he played as your running back then have patrick mahomes in 2022 as your quarterback yeah <laughs> so you know it's like so unrealistic team ever yeah, yeah. well it's, <laughs> i don't think it's meant to be realistic but you get the idea so but but then if you were to play a game like PUBG, like you don't ha- there's no pay to play most I would say most like current shooters, if it's not a free game, is not going to have like a pay to play. Like you can buy like weapon skins and stuff like that, but the weapons themselves aren't better. Mm. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, but yeah. again, with a game like Madden or a lot of a lot of like phone games um, are pay to play because that's that's how they generate revenue. They don't they're free to play. So they're like, hey, if, if you want to play like you can do it for free um it's just gonna be a little bit harder hmm. um and so like madden if you were think of a, like in a world uh with where 
where you have like you know Madden 25 coming out, and uh, you know it's still kind of that same system, but like you're getting these cards, and you're like, damn man, I, I already have like a level 98 Tom Brady. What the fuck am I gonna do with another level 98 Tom Brady? Well, hey, that's an NFT, man. You can turn around and sell that level 98 Tom Brady to somebody else. Um, so that's that's kind of what that looks like. Um, it, it, it's not the way that video games are designed. Right? I mean, there actually are some video games primarily on PC where like you're playing and, and you get NFTs and stuff like that. So it is starting to come to fruition now. Uh, what you see primarily is, you know, like those board apes or, um, you know, shit that we've already talked about where it's like just digital. Punks. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if somebody sells like a like an actual painting then you get like a nft copy of that painting as well um i do have a currency question on more of a tangible currency just because i found it on my desk in front of me and i generally like if i'm traveling throughout the world i'll just use like my credit card for security reasons and such but i found some jd's coins just sitting in front of me and I'd never noticed this until now, but it'll be like one third of a JD instead of like what we have is like dimes, nickels, quarters. Is that a normal thing throughout countries? Uh, not that I recall. I don't even remember the JDs being like uh, like fractionals. Yeah, no. one third one third of a JD right here. Huh. Even Iraq, you had like a quarter, dime, penny. Yeah, it's less than interesting if i could read what this said then maybe i'd have a better idea (laughs) (laughs) josh did i ever did i ever show you my isis money no oh yeah man i just had it out the other day i was showing my boss he's in town i don't know uh, just saddam money yeah the uh you guys got all the like the iraqi dinar that everybody thought was gonna like revalue and they were all going to be millionaires and stuff you guys remember yeah, i've that? got a shoe i've got a shoebox full <laughs> nice like what happened with the kuwaiti dinar <laughs> yeah maybe someday man maybe when you're like 60 years old you like open up the shoebox and be like i wonder i wonder what this is worth now you find out that iraq is now like the the crown jewel of planet earth and a utopia and <laughs> you can go retire in peace <laughs> Not likely, though. That's, huh? <laughs> that's my nest egg now. <laughs> yeah. Actually, hmm. I'm just going to pass that on to every to generations. So 10 generations from now, they'll have some, <laughs> yeah. some Saddam money that will be worth a ton. Sometimes it still trips me out going to certain countries. You know, like when we were in Korea, uh, Adam, I'm sure, remembers this. But it, it'd be like 1 million, to, or 1 million won. And you're like, God damn. Like, what, like, what does that equate uh, to? 1 million like, won? They're like three dollars you're like oh okay all right (laughs) i mean it wasn't that extreme but it was pretty extreme i'm not very good at math but i feel like that would make me worse at math like i would struggle might make you better yeah i would i guess i would get better but i would have a big struggle at the beginning do you remember what the conversion was it was like 1200 to one yeah that sounds about right i was thinking so 1200 is probably right do you remember how we had to take that trip across the city to find an ATM that I could use. And we I ended remember up in that. some downtown area in an alley behind like two buildings. There's this random ATM. 
Yeah, because I bought like one of those like fancy packs of smokes at that gas station. But like, what was the reason that we had to go there, or like, why did we have to go to that one? That was the only ATM that would take my card, my credit card. <laughs> yeah, and I remember it too because like you kept like like trying to use your card, and it was all like getting denied and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we're like, he broke ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, stuff like places like that are so fun, but it's like you never make usually you end up making less money. Like just on the painting alone, I think is a few hundred dollars for the painting and then another like hundred to send it home. I, I think all in all, I was like five hundred dollars just into my painting. And then we had all those like little trinkets and shit that we were mailing back. You remember painting? Yeah. Um, oh. Hold on. I actually got it here next to me, man. I just keep it like. Um, so Josh, whenever I go to a new country, I'll usually get a painting from that country. Cool. Like I'll, yeah, I'll try like to that. find like a local, um, artist who's painting something, but hold on one second. I'll grab it. I messed up with that aspect of like the currency being different, something much less valuable in that country. Like I've, I've got two entire suits that I got way too fat to fit. That would have been on <laughs> six, $800 here. So that I got I spent here's one. Yeah, oh, red. That's yeah. neat. Yeah, it's kind of my jam, man. I just buy paintings. I spent six hundred dollars on three custom suits on my first mm-hmm. tour. Never got them. Never received them. Oh nope. dang, really, dude? Yeah. I got mine, man. The Turkish guy that made me that suit. I actually was when I was applying to uh yeah, I have a couple Turkish suits that I got way too fat for. Can you see that? That's this is the Korea one. Oh, that's that, cool. It was that deaf guy that was painting. Remember? Nope. Oh, yeah, it was a deaf guy <laughs> that painted things. I was like, hey, that's cool. A deaf guy painted it. Hold on. I I also like uh, uh, specific kinds of art. Goodies. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I'm I'm such a child. <laughs> like a bunch of bees and by heads. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, that's uh that's kind of my thing, man. I uh just buy art. One day I'll have uh like my own little home gallery or something. You you can have a Hunter Biden piece, pay a bunch of money for it. Some beautiful Hunter Biden art. <laughs> Dude, if he if he made like a painting of a crack pipe or something, I I would I, I would like I would sell my house to buy it. <laughs> I mean, think about how much that would be worth. <laughs> Just like. Babe, listen, 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 hear me out. (laughs) We're going to go live in an apartment. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to pay off here soon. (laughs) Hashtag no regrets. Yeah, man. It's a old hunter. Which what uh what polo are you wearing today, Mr. Carpenter? So uh, Baghdad, can you see it? 
Baghdad, Iraq. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's uh, nice. Yeah, I just like it because the blue, really. Yeah, you had blue on yesterday too. Yeah, it's kind of my it's kind of my color, you know. It really makes the eyes pop. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I uh, I try to go for as boring as possible. Generally, it's like uh, gray polo, black slacks. <laughs> mm. Yeah, when it comes to work, I you know I I try to I try to be pretty uh, pretty decent. But man, if you catch me at home, dude, like I always tell people that when I retire, I'm gonna look like Jeff Bridges from The Big Lebowski. Yes, I'm gonna yeah, be the dude. Man. Yeah, the dude. You do wear a lot of sweatpants. All the time, man. That's like all I wear at home. We'll like, we'll like show up to a restaurant and you're wearing sweatpants every yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> and like some just like silky shirt, you know? Like I, I got that, uh, that that like Jedi shirt that I got from Disney World, man. It's super soft. And it clashes like a motherfucker with gray sweatpants because it's a brown shirt. But I don't give a fuck because it's comfy. I've ne- I've never been to Disney or anything, but like I got a real nerd boner whenever I was watching this TikTok or Reels or something, and it was like building your own lightsaber yeah. at Disney. So you got to put like your jewel in, and like whatever color you pick. And I was like, oh, that's so cool, dude. This is about to turn into a show and tell because I, I I let both my kids build one. I wanted Did to build he- one for myself, but they're like fucking two hundred dollars a pop, so. <laughs> I did not. Did he, do you have a purple one? Do you have a Mace Windu purple lightsaber? Bro, it is purple. Yes! Hold on, I'm gonna go... You guys you guys talk for a second, because now turn I'm gonna the lights get this off. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Just turn the lights off and show up. <laughs> do, you, do, you any, do you have any classic nerd stuff like that, Adam? Are you, like, into Star Wars? or? I, th- I think even, like, really into... Um, right there. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have a just absolute shit ton of Legos. My uh, my oldest, we keep getting him like all the Star Wars Legos, and like I'll let him hammer down on those, and he'll bring them out to me. I just get psyched, man. Like yeah. <laughs> I'll forget what I bought, and then a Millennium Falcon will come out. I'm just like, yes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he, has, he has no idea what it is. <laughs> I'm just hyped. Yeah, Hudson has a few Star Wars things. But then he's really into like the architecture ones. Yeah. So just like models of skylines and th- stuff like that. He thinks are really cool. cool. Yeah. Oh, the lights clicked off. Oh boy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wish I didn't hate Disney now. <laughs> Dude, that's cool. I did feel bad. I had a I had a buddy that I worked with at a car dealership when I was a mechanic. Mm-hmm. And he was, sing, he was singular, single bachelor making pretty good money. <laughs> and he had, like, the high-end lightsabers to fucking play with. Serious? <laughs> <And> I, yeah. <laughs> so we'd like go in his backyard and have duels and be way too rough on something that i wouldn't pay that much money for but yeah we just hammered down i feel bad because i'm like breaking his shit but it was so much fun dude these the the ones that you can build at disney world uh, i mean they're very durable like you could you could have a lightsaber duel with them 
and not break them. Yes. Yeah, they're uh, they're pretty legit. I'll give them that. I'm, re- I'm really oh, happy there's a purple one. And they had like the collapsible lightsaber. Oh yeah, we yeah. destroyed the fuck out of those when we were kids. Oh, yeah, all my kids have those. <laughs> Still a thing. Yeah. And it's nice too because they're like you know fifteen twenty bucks or something like that. Yeah, I get, I get kneecapped by my two year old with one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Yeah, kids will do that. So you, you showed me your spaceship, Adam. Do you think the uh, the original footage of the moon landing where they put the flag up is that is that cap or is that fact? Mm, is it cap? <laughs> I'm gonna go with it's fact. You just don't want to get punched in the face by Buzz Aldrin. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't want to get paid, punched in the face by Joe Carpenter Buzz Aldrin breaks through my window and punches me in the face <laughs> no I think it's real I, I can understand I guess the conspiracy around it but isn't it like like the big thing wasn't it like the flag was flowing kind of thing mm, yeah. gravity will do that though mm, yeah because I wouldn't even really call it flowing. It, like, moved. But it, like, mm-hmm. you know, the it was on, like, a pole that was on another pole, to, and it dangled off that. And so when they, like, stuck it in the ground, I mean, naturally, you're going to have gravity. There's going to be some kind of yeah. force moving. Right. Yeah. I, d- I definitely believe they were the first two on the moon. I don't know if I think the recording that I've seen is actually that. Yeah. Have you ever heard, like, know. the jokes? That they were doing, like telling each other, like, hey, when you step off, just like be like, Houston, oh my God, what is that? And they cut yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best time to be a troll. Like when, when there's only three channels on TV and the entire world is sitting next to their television <laughs> watching one. <laughs> you guys ever see that like meme or that, that, uh, like just like the, the, the thing about the joke that uh, Buzz Aldrin would tell, um, where they would just tell like a really Lord unfunny stuff. joke about the moon. And then when nobody laughed, they'd be like, oh, I guess you had to be there to get it. Ah. <laughs> Pretty savage. Um, I feel like it, I don't I don't remember who was saying it, but I feel like it wasn't that long ago. But it was like, we're going back to the moon. And in my head, I'm like, Why? <laughs> I love it, man. I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge proponent of space and um, astronomy and just moving beyond this planet. Huge proponent. Oh, I, I totally agree, but like, the moon doesn't seem like there's a whole lot going on. Not, not a real happening place. It's a starting point, and uh, one of the bigger um, pieces to the moon is just, uh, you know, like the whole lunar gateway thing is using it literally as like a fuel depot. Um. Because the hardest part is getting away from the enormous stress of the the, the gravity of Earth. Once you get past um, low Earth orbit, everything from there is pretty easy. Will man walk on the? Will man walk on Mars in our lifetimes? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Unless you're a flat Earther, and then you know it'll just. Be oh yeah. Uh, Adam, <laughs> Josh, and I agreed that we need to get a. Uh, like a flat earther and uh, just 
not talk shit on him. Mm-hmm. Not talk shit. Just like legitimately anybody. <laughs> yeah, man, I really do. I like. I, I mean, I do. I see it all the time, actually. And like, I you know, sometimes I go down the rabbit hole just out of um, just sheer curiosity. But uh, it's really hard for me to subscribe to like almost everything that I see or hear about the flat Earth. I personally can disprove. So I, you know, I know that the 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 things that I can't disprove, I, I'm sure somebody has a pretty easy explanation for it. There that could be your homework. Yeah, there get was on, a shit on the Reddit thread. Uh, lasers. And they're like, all right, so if the Earth isn't flat, then the laser would not be on this point. And then it shows what they're trying to disprove. They're like, oh well, clearly something's wrong with the laser. Yeah. <laughs> like what? No. No, that's not how that works. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we should get on the Reddit thread. I'm sure there's one like R, the Earth is flat. Yeah. Find whoever like just the flatter, biggest poster is and just Yeah. Find whoever the biggest poster is and have them come on. Hmm. Yeah, I suppose if you just pose the question, hey, who wants to come on and talk about this, you'd probably get at least a couple bites. Educate me, dog. Yeah. Clearly, you are educated on the matter, uh, dude. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but we one of uh, one of our um, IT guys, one of our uh, six guys, he was a civilian um, over in Baghdad, and literally his job was communications. So, like, you know, running shit through fucking satellites and satellite dishes and stuff. And this guy was a flat earther. Whoa! I don't know, man. I don't know. He he's literally looked all around the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Adam Brady worked with him like every day. They they worked together. Really? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I've ever speaking of Baghdad, I've ever told you guys about my Baghdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> so at first ID met this dude his name's Ahmad and the countryest motherfucker I'd ever meet and he, he's giant the dude's probably my height like 5'11 five, uh, 5'9 to 5'11 he's jacked like a bodybuilder and wears like a Chevrolet camouflage hat and square toe shit kickers every day has, has like a southern midwest kind of accent you could never tell but born and raised in Baghdad, was an interpreter for a while for like the Marine Corps, got his citizenship, and he's just one of the most Americans, like most American Americans I've ever met. Oh, that's yeah, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, he's still in the service. He's uh, he's out of like around JBLM, I think. But oh, that's I awesome. think it, I, I think he'd be a cool guest to have on just to like talk about his experience of growing up in Baghdad in the early 2000s. Like, yeah. We had a we had a guy who had changed his name to Bruce Wayne. He was he was an Iraqi born and he changed his name to Bruce Wayne. And uh, I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever, man. Like you have you could just you could choose you could keep your name or you could choose a new name. And he was like, you know what? I'm Bruce fucking Wayne. Yeah. Uh, if you guys remember overseas, like they'd always like you could buy those like little challenge coins that, you know, they'd have like OIR or whatever the fuck on them. And then they just have like some sometimes they'd have like sports teams on the back or whatever. Um, 
But when I met Bruce, uh, like literally the next day, I was at uh, one of the little like Haji shops and there was a um, there was one of those OIR coins and on the back it had bat like the bat symbol. And I was like, oh, dude, this is Providence, man. Like I have to fucking get Bruce this. And dude, I'm pretty sure like teared up when I gave him a fucking bat coin. It was it was pretty dope. Beautiful. Yeah, that was beautiful. Oh, Did he realize it. the name that he was choosing when he chose that name? Dude, he had. There's no way he didn't. He didn't know that he was <laughs> <laughs> like the the significance of that name. <laughs> he had. I wonder. I wonder how many from like the Middle East or other countries that have very different the names than Adam, Joe, and Josh. I yeah. came in and been like John Wayne or like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet that there's a few. I want to meet a Keanu Reeves from from Baghdad. Like. <laughs> <laughs> John uh, Wayne. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> John Week. Baba Yaga. Mm, yeah. Yeah, new, one, new one's going to come out eventually, I think. Oh, yeah, I think that the, I was reading something, but the the guy who uh, who created John Wick, he was like, if you think this has a good ending, you haven't been paying attention. So I was like, oh, man, <laughs> but whatever. You know, I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> I hate the people that like I'm, I'm a pretty big John Wick fan. And I hate the people who be like, no, that's stupid. How wouldn't he die? And like, it's a fucking movie. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what's wild though, man, is he does all that training, dude. He does all that training. He goes to Terran Tactical, like one of the best three gun guys trainers in the world. Like I think he's out of Las Vegas and tears it up. And yeah. like Halle Berry for uh, whatever the last one was, John Wick Three, Parabellum or whatever, mm-hmm. was out there training. And like that's kind of become the standard for action movies. Which fuck yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah, he's just such a such a super dope actor in every way Uh, do you guys get ruined by like having military experience and firearm experience do you guys get ruined by action movies by 97 round magazines and and terrible mag changes and stuff that doesn't make sense i they used to be worse than they are now but i think most I, i think the most movies you they'll hire somebody to come on and like uh advise so it's not too outrageous um one of the things that used to always trip me up was like the patches and stuff like that but i found out or realized later on like as i matured more that um that's because like they can't use like actual like they can't set up their uniform the way that like like an actual service member would set up their uniform so there's usually some discrepancies in Hurt Locker, when I think it's a full bird has like flags on both sides and like looks super fucked up. Like, yeah, it's... I, I mean, I can't say definitively, but that was my understanding. That's how it was explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's the Pentagon. They have a whole branch dedicated to just that, helping out with movies. Really? So, like, a studio will, if they want help, they'll submit a script. And it'll go through like this whole approval process and the Pentagon will be like, absolutely, we can help you out. Do you want some Blackhawks? Like, do you want fighter jets flying over? Like, what do you want? And they help make it as real as possible. But if they read it and they're like, mm, no, this is stupid. That's how you get like the super 
jacked up ones. Oh, yeah. see, yeah, that makes a lot. That makes a lot of sense. That checks out. I forget what the, I don't know what the movie's called. I never saw it, but it's got uh, like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a big action movie. But they used a lot of like the training sets on Fort Hood to hmm. film that movie. It's pretty awesome. I like it when they do stuff like that. Yeah. Um, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but uh, you made me think of it with something that you said earlier. Um, and, and then talking about the actors and stuff. And uh, I, I forget what you said earlier today, but it made me think about when uh, uh, my wife and I, we met Chuck Norris and his wife. Holy um, shit. I was about to talk about that today. You and Chuck Norris at that convention. Yeah. Yeah. Down in Texas. <laughs> and, uh, um, Adam, I don't know if you were there, but when uh, when we were getting ready to go down there, um, <laughs> everybody was like, yo, man, you should you should try to fight Chuck Norris. You should punch Chuck Norris or, you know, whatever, some some variation of that. And uh, I was like, at first I was like, oh, yeah, that's funny. But then I was like, you know what? Hell no, because there is no scenario. Oh, maybe <laughs> it, maybe it was like the uh, the Chris Rock thing. There was something in between that. But there is no scenario where I'm the good guy at that. Like I either a am the the douchebag that like beat up a fucking seventy year old man, or b I'm the guy that got my ass kicked by a seventy year old man. Like there's that is a no win scenario. It is lose lose. Yeah, and I don't even believe in no win scenarios, and that is a no win <laughs> scenario. I was literally gonna start this off today asking you why I don't use that picture that you have with your wife and Chuck Norris and his wife for <laughs> everything you have, like. Yeah, I, I would replace my <laughs> if I was <laughs> I'd replace my DA photo with that, like <laughs> <laughs> just like shrink it down too. So like me and Chuck are like right next to each other, <laughs> kissing. Promote ahead appears on the ERB. Yeah, um, no, that's good stuff. But no, he uh, yeah, it was it was cool meeting him. But I was thinking about that with something he said. It'll come to me later, but. Um. Yeah. Hey, do you guys remember uh, Home Improvement with Tim Allen? Mm-hmm. Toolman Taylor. Yeah, you're the neighbor right now, Adam. I'm the neighbor. Yeah. There, there we go. Oh, oh, it was the first time we got to see the neighbor's face. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that episode. It was huge. You're gonna yeah, see his face was... first time. That was a big deal. Yeah. It was like at the end of the series, too, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It was pretty close to the end. I don't know if you guys do, but like, I don't remember tuning into live television for a release of something big like that anymore. It seems like everything I watch seems to stream or I can watch later. Like, if I remember doing that as a kid, and if I couldn't do it, I'd have the, the VHS tape in there <laughs> recording over my you know, birth or something. Yeah. Dude, even shows that like, I'm really looking forward to. I don't, I don't like, I just watch them now when it's convenient, you know, Mm -hmm. like I really want to watch the halo series, but I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I want to start that soon. It was terrible. Oh, really? I I heard good things. Yeah. I heard pretty good things too. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, Probably. Fuck you. Like I want to, I also want to watch it just because I want to make sure that it continues to get renewed, you know? So I'll watch it here pretty quick, but um, like I'm, I'm arguably like 
one of the biggest Star Wars fans, and I still have yet to see the Book of Boba Fett, just out of out of like convenience. Yeah. What? Yeah, I know, man. That's usually the response that I get is, "What? You haven't watched it yet?" But I just, it, I, I wouldn't say it's about time, but I mean, time is is a component there. Dude, um, John Favreau is saving my life. Like everything I was super upset about, he's finding a way to mend back, mend my heart back together. Yeah, he's super legit for sure. Couldn't uh, have picked a better dude, I don't think. Mm-hmm. Well, we should save that for another time. Because really, all I have to say is, fuck you, Adam. <laughs> Any last thoughts? Okay. <laughs> He, he got all shy. You see him blushing. He's like, oh, yep. fuck me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, 